The Red Room Theater, episode 77, Rocky. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are hosts Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. Why that movie raised us right and raised us wrong. Today we talk about the movie Rocky and how it inspired us to be ourselves and inspires us to reach past our circumstances and What reach, was that? What was that? <laughs> reach past our circumstances. Towards true greatness. Man, you dog, dude. You dog. <laughs> what does he say <laughs> Billy Madison, dude? <laughs> t- t- today, Junior. Dude, that's so mean, dude. Oh, I'm man. I'm hot. I'm coming in hot, dude. I know, I'm, I'm turning you down right all now. Right, all right. Check, okay. check, 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 check. Okay. I got check you, your guys. booty. Okay. So, coming out this month. I can't even with this. Listen, there are clips being released on YouTube of like scenes. I'm not watching any of them. No. I want to walk in. People ruin things. I don't want to be I want to walk in and I want this movie to grab me by the ball and never let go. Listen, the. uh, (laughs) Whoa, dude. What? Okay, listen. I'm sorry. Just because I'm going to tone it down doesn't mean you got to amp it up, man. I'm sorry, dude. Hopefully you get smashed in this next text. Oh, man. Oh, I'm just saying, I wanted to. Here's the thing. I made the mistake of watching the trailer that showed Dolph Lundgren. I didn't, I shouldn't even watch it because I'm too too excited. And, okay. Okay, here's the thing. So we're going ahead of ourselves. Okay, Rocky is a franchise. Man, this. This movie's been released in 1976, okay? They've been making Rocky movies for the last 40 years. Yes, yes. Listen. And 42 years of Rocky. Dude, and I love it. I love it. I'm lo- I love life. I love Rocky. And here's the reality. I want to say part one is the best, but I might enjoy four the most. I'll tell you what. I saw it the most? Absolutely. We watched that movie growing up. It was... <laughs> it was always on, and we always watched it. And we always get excited. Like, can he pull it off? <laughs> so... The trailer comes. So Creed is released a couple years. Back. We'll get into the sequels. We'll start, we'll start with part one. But Creed two releases Thanksgiving weekend, okay? And we're going to see it, Tony. Yeah. Me and oh, yeah. you are going. Marshy's coming too. Oh yeah! It's gonna be oh, insane. Yeah. It's gonna be insane. To a Slim Jim. Oh yeah. Wrong. Uh, wrong hero. <laughs> we'll get to him. Bone sauce ready. <laughs> You're going nowhere. Where are you going? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Dude, I love that that comes from two movies. It comes from uh, Spider-Man with Macho Man, and it comes from the Boondock Saints. What does? You're going nowhere. Yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're just saying the voice. Yeah. No, the, no, the guy does the, the line when he's the... the, 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 the oh, does Macho Man tell Spider-Man that? Yeah, Macho Man tells Spider-Man that. In you're the, going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then in Boondock, the guy is talking to the dead Where body. Where are you going? Nowhere. <laughs> that dude's hilarious. Sweet and low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, the fag man. <laughs> I mean, this humongous guy. This huge freaking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
All right, come on, let's get like, on task. I mean, as much as I love your serial crusher theory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what was one guy with six guns? <laughs> I got <had> the coffee. <laughs> okay, anyways. So Rocky comes out in 76, okay? And this movie's so negative popular. Negative five, dude. What? I was negative five years old. I'm telling you, we weren't born yet. That's how big this movie is, is that there's sequels being released as we're growing up. I may have watched four first. We absolutely watched four first. I think I watched four. Four came out in 89? I think I saw or four. 87. Four, one. For me, it was four, three, one. It, I think I saw three early but forgot it and saw it again later and remembered it. I think I've seen two the least. Um, I'm going to reference the UP days when they had the movie nights. Remember? We watched part five. Up there? Up there. We'll get all that. We'll get to that. So, anyways, so released November 21st, 76. It's coming out November 21st. It's coming out 42 years later, Creed 2 is. Jeez. That's stinking awesome. This movie has a 93% Rotten Tomatoes. It, it, this movie's is beloved. Rocky 4 is 1985. We're five years old. Four. I'm five. No, you weren't. I'm Not four yet. still? Not yet. You were turning. Okay. Dude, five. Rocky five is 1990. That's crazy. How is Rocky Balboa 12 years old? Because we're old. We're old as Sack Jones, dude. <laughs> Loose skin and old balls. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sure they're nice. <laughs> I'm on a huge Adam Sandler kick right now. <laughs> you are, dude. <laughs> I'm sure they're nice. <laughs> this is the five-year plan. <laughs> hey, hey, Uncle. What is his name? What's Adam Sandler's name in Big Daddy? I don't remember his name in Big Daddy. He's like, is that the guy with the old balls? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm sure they're nice. Oh, Uncle Sully. <laughs> Man, that movie's awesome. Dude, I got to watch it. Again. You know what's funny? It's funny, dude. Because it's... of that movie, I always say eczema gross. And I, st- okay, I was at a party. Dude, I- I've seen people get offended. I said, <laughs> eczema gross. <laughs> and one of my best friend's sister, who suffers severely from eczema, <laughs> was like, Oh, yeah? What's that supposed to mean? I'm like, what? <laughs> She's like, gross, huh? And I'm like, what? And then she goes, Mom, Tony's making fun of my eczema. And as a Mexican mom, she's like, Tony, don't you talk about my daughter. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I still say eczema gross. It's hilarious. It's funny crap. I still say Greg Lucas. And that's totally not allowed. No, it's not. Wait, it's from a movie somewhere. No, it was from me. Oh, that's you? That's mine. I take credit for that. Thanks for telling our audience I'm a piece of crap. I'm a caveman. <laughs> Dude, I got some dumb ones too, man. That's, That's good Greg Lucanus, boy. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, what does that mean? It means don't hit your head on the diamond board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Rocky won, okay? The plot, okay, directed by John G. Avildsen, Avildsen. But listen, here's the thing. Stallone wrote this bad boy. Oh, yeah. Stallone wrote this. They didn't want him starring it. Right, but he held on, and I'm glad he did. Dude. This, this came from his heart. This movie is... It's his baby. Okay. The plot. Small-time town, small time boxer from nowhere, Philadelphia. It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to fight for the world heavyweight title. That's the basic plot of the movie. And the best part was he thought he was getting offered a job to spar. He's like, I wouldn't take no cheap shots on this champ. And he's so respectful. He's so respectful. Remember when he was at the bar and Apollo was on TV and the bar t- uh, bartender was talking trash on him. He goes, what What do you got a problem with him for? He took his chance and he got it. 
That's the best in the world right there. Like, he just respects him, even though he's a clown. Like, you know, he's all about the flash. And he I is. can't talk trash. I love Apollo. I love <laughs> Apollo. Um, so, questions that hold up is, of course, it holds up. It holds up like, listen, there's one scene doesn't hold up. One scene. I love this movie so much. I've actually watched um, behind the scenes footage of Carl Weathers and Sly in the ring working out choreography for Rocky One. Nice. It's crazy. It's awesome. Dude. There's a scene, and I, I don't hate the scene, but I know that in our modern world with the, like a Me Too movement, the scene where Rocky like doesn't want her to leave and kisses her, like people might say, he's seeking, you know, crossing a line with her. Because she's nervous in his apartment. I've never been to a man's apartment. Yeah, I've never yeah, been yeah. here. But he's not a... He he's not a he's predator. He's a good guy, man. And he's not good with girls either. He's not. He's no. not. He's not a Mac of all Macs. No, he's not he, a player. His lines are so bad, they're cute. And that's when you get that. But that this this is this gave me hope as a man because I got no game. I had no game you for a long it. time. You, you I, got it though. I got some now. You got it. But back in the day when I needed that, they had nothing. <laughs> no, you still manage though. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Yeah. You're so <laughs> that was a backhanded compliment. I know, dude, because I've watched it and in, 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 <laughs> watched you work before. I'm like, whoosh. <laughs> Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> oh, dude. I was talking to a, a girl, an old lady. She's old. talking to an old lady? What? An old lady. And she's like, not, she's like, our, you're helping old. this old lady across the street. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, young man. What you doing Friday? (laughs) (laughs) Talking to a lady, and she's thirty. She's single. She told me this guy at like a at a McDonald's dude dropped some lines on her, and she's like, and she was he was so smooth, she was gone. Ended up being a schmo face. She said he just dropped. I'm like. I, I hope he wasn't working at the Mickey D. No, no, he was just in, just there and just made eyes, and all of a sudden, he's like, blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, I don't have that kind of power, dude. I mean, I got to have a couple pops in me for that kind of power, dude. <laughs> so, got her at Mickey D's? That's a professional right there. <laughs> dude, he was. Um, <laughs> hey, um, but so that one scene in the apartment is a little uncomfortable. It's, I, I don't think it's it's... It's not so control, but he got stains on his shirt. And this place is awful, but he, and he really cares you know what, about her. You know what? It, remember on Coming to America, when he's like, I don't want to take you in my apartment because there's a big rat. He didn't want to go in because it was so uh, pimped out because of Arsenio. Right. But in her, she said, that's so sweet. Your apartment's so poor. You don't want me in there. This is why this is my man right here. He don't care. This is me. This is what I have. This is Come who I am. In. Yes. This is my turtles. You know what I'm saying? And Cuff and Link. <laughs> Hilarious. Dude, dude. He, he goes, hey, uh, you know, and then uh, he gets, sometimes he starts choking, you know, and I got I to gotta smack him on the back of the shell. You know what they call that, Adrian? Call that shell shock. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> and he thinks of his life. Like, he thinks of reasons to come in and make. He, he's got to try to make up reasons to talk to her. So he's like, uh, this uh, new turtle thing, you know, I don't like it. You know why? Because there's, uh, there's, there's too many moths and not enough flies. And, and the, the moth, he, 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 You see him practicing before he goes over there because he wants to talk to her about something. He's got to literally think about what to say to her before he gets there. That's how much little game he has. I he love was, it, dude. I love it. Okay. This Whatever movie, game he's got is from the heart. Okay. Yes! I love it. Okay. Does it hold up? Heck to the yes. yes. This movie, first of all, listen. It's not a boxing movie. No. He's a fighter. It's that's true. Just, that's just icing on a cake, dude. Yes, it is. This is a movie. It's not about... But his life is boxing because he right. is a fighter. He could, be, he could be 
I forget what his record is, but I mean, as far as we know, he's, he's thirty and eighty. You know what I'm he's, saying? He said, like, he, he said he's forty and like twenty-two or something like that. Yes, just a meathead. Uh, he's just. A, what does he say? His son says. Uh, he's talking. He says, "Yeah, because your head looks like a catcher's mitt." <laughs> like, dang, dude, that's a part four, dude. dude. He says to her, he goes, "You know, my dad told me. He's like, you got no brains, so you got your body." And she laughs, and she goes, "But I feel the opposite." He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, she's like, my mom told me I had no b- a body, so I had to work my brains. Who, what parent tells their kids that stuff, Listen, man? man, we got horror stories Dude. about things that were told to our grandma by Walita, you know? Oh, you're right. Man. I know a girl whose mom used to tell her she was unattractive, and she believed what? that crap. She's like, you better eat that. You're going to be ugly. You're going to be fat and ugly. What? Telling eight-year-old, nine-year-old girl this. Man, that's going to wreck. That's going to be in her like, head forever. Oh, yeah, ma? Well, at least I have a big booty. But um, I'm telling you, man, thick skin is in now, son. (laughs) Gotta be warm in the wintertime. (laughs) I can't be providing all the heat, young man. (laughs) (laughs) So, first, we're talking about Stallone in in the role as Rocky Balboa, the Italian stallion. He is perfect, dude. Dude, he is so he's so like Rocky in real life that when he had started that show, The Contender, everybody called him Champ, dude. So funny, dude. Um, he is—he's perfect, and he's not Balboa, but he's become synonymous with Rocky Balboa. Yes, and he when you, when you see him play Balboa, it feels so effortless, so natural for him. Like I love the character Rocky Balboa. I, I and watching Rocky play, watching Stallone be Rocky, he's slow. He's nice, he's slow-witted. He's not fast. There's that scene where the, there's that driver of the of the gangster. Um, I don't forget gangster's name. Gazo, Gazo, he, he, he works. He's a boxer, but he's not a very good boxer. And he works on the side, collecting money for this game. He's a boxer because he loves boxing. He's he not loves like, fighting, but he's not great. But he had some skill, and you know that. Yes. Um, just tough, tough as nails. He is tough as nails. And Gazo's driver's a jerk, and he's great. I, I love these small characters like this. They're like it reminds me of like um, Mark Wahlberg in The Departed. Just a small, you're just a, a complete jerk, but you kind of love him at the same time. Um, I don't know why, but I just like watching jerks. Um, but that guy's giving Rocky the business about Adrian Daytner. He's so bold, dude. And Rocky, his comeback, the car's leaving, and he thinks of a comeback. And it's, that's who he is. He's not fast, not charming, not cool. And his life isn't going good, man. When you meet him, things are coming to an end for him. He's, he's, He's out of his locker at the, bo- at the mm-hmm. boxing gym. Gazo yells at him. He put him in a bag. What do you call it? He put me on Skid Row? Yeah. And that's his locker, dude. And was that poor guy's like, man, Mickey tells me what to do. I got, I got, I got, I got, he pays me like everybody else. Like he, that poor guy doesn't want to be that. But, dude, when him and Mickey get in the shouting match in the gym, that's so uncomfortable, dude. And everyone starts working out slowly. At first, they yeah. just keep on working, and they all stop. It's a great scene. It was like, because Rocky sticks up for himself, but then Mick tells him what's on his mind, and he's just like, dang, back to being a bum, dude. That scene's hard, man. I, I can't stand, like. This movie, you know, it's not, about, not just about, it's not about Apollo versus um, about Rocky. It's because the match, they skip most of the match. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like, it's just those run four, seven. Yeah, nine. yeah. They skip through almost until the last round. Because it's, it's not about him versus Apollo. It's about him versus himself. Yep. He's trying to prove to himself what, what, what a man is. Like he the is somebody. saddest thing in that movie was when he gets the shot 
and Mick comes and wants to be his manager. And he comes to his apartment. He's like, I've been here for how many years? You ain't never been in my apartment? <laughs> Dude, it's so sad because Mick's a broke down, but he's got to go to him after he done threw him out of his locker, after he called him a bum. I mean, Mick brought his picture of him as a young man and was telling stories and telling about the management. Because Mick, like Rocky, he's, he's, he has no shot. Mm -hmm. these, all these people you're meeting, they have no chance to make it out of their world. Their, their, their life is set in stone. They were born in a poor neighborhood, and no one gets out of that neighborhood. Everyone stays there. And even the good thing Rocky has to do as a character, there's that scene where Rocky takes um, little, little Marie mm -hmm. and walks away. And he, he's not giving her advice. He's trying to help her out. Like, don't listen. The girls ain't out here to get a reputation. When he tells her, it's all true. Yeah. Everything he tells her is gold. And it, she, what is she, screw you, sucko, or something? Yeah. Screw you. Creepo. Screw you, creepo. He's like, yeah, screw you, creepo. Who are you who trying you to help think, anybody? Who do you think you are, creepo? That's... He's talking, he's talking, he's mad at himself for trying. Yeah. And you see his life, I mean, because Gazo yells at him. Gazo yells at him, it's bad. Like, he feels terrible when Gazo yeah. cuts him down. His gym membership's out. Adrian's going nowhere. Like, he's trying to talk to Adrian every day, and she just doesn't give yeah. him any, any play. And he, he doesn't know, he just, you see his life kind of, it's, and he fights uh, Spider... Spider Rico. Spider Rico, and he tells him, like, who you fight? Spider Rico, that bum he's still fighting? You feel bad because everyone's like in front of his component. He's like, no, you still got some fight left in him. I'm like, should have seen it. That fight was awesome because he headbutted him, so he lost it. And he was on one knee bashing his head. Dude, that was, you know what's awesome? They brought back Spider Rico for Balboa. I know, it's just awesome. Amazing. It's so awesome. Okay. Um, Spider Rico. But uh, Rock, Rocky, like, Stallone is Rocky. Mm -hmm. The way he, he, he's not a great fighter, he's just a meathead. But he's a southpaw. Which is huge for which him. Which is scary. You ever fought a southpaw, Tony? Yes. Was it really as weird as everyone says it's it is? It's the worst. It's the worst. You don't realize why it's uncomfortable. Why is it uncomfortable? I didn't, I, I, I didn't fight fight a southpaw. I, spar, I was sparring oh, with sparring. southpaws. My, like uh, one of my good friends, uh, Jerry the Moose, he was a he the was, moose. He's, he's bad, bad dude. But we would we would spar, and he's you know he's a big dumb animal, big old big headed, hard head, hard hitting dude. Um, but it was just so uncomfortable, and I just remember thinking, what what the heck? And then he looked at me, he goes, "I'm a southpaw, dude. That's why it's weird." And I'm like, "Holy crap! It turns your world upside down because you're so used to fighting somebody." That's throwing the same that you have. You're, They're mirroring you're, you. You're mirroring you, yes. When you fight somebody backwards, it's like, what is going on? Like, you can't get comfortable. So him being a southpaw, he had an advantage. And, and that's why Mick's so down on him because he's just wasted his life, wasted his talent. I mean, when and you're, Mick's when you're mad a pro fighter, he wasn't training. He said he was, he was hustling for money yeah. with Gazo. And he's like, he's making jump change off Gazo. Listen, Gazo's not a bad guy, but he's still a... A gangster. Yeah, he's a loan shark, dude. People borrow money, and they can't pay it back. So Gazo sends Meathead Balboa to go rough them up, break their thumbs, and get them so they'll pay. And what's crazy and is... Then, and then he says, listen, if I break the guy's thumb, he can't work, then he can't pay you. He's like, listen, I don't pay you to think. If you you know, know, yeah, I yeah. pay you to break thumbs, dude. Like, that's what you do. Poor guy, man. He's just at, at every turn. And he's, like, his boy, Polly always like, why don't you talk to Gazo for me? And Balboa, Stallone... Is protecting his boy Paulie. Mm -hmm. He knows if you go get in with this crowd, 
This is bad business, yeah. dude. This is going to go to a bad way. This is not a good thing you want to be involved in. But even Gazzo is not all evil. He's still a... Gazzo gives him money for his date. Take and her, take her somewhere gives nice. him money to train. Get, and yeah, yeah. Gives him five Gs. He says, don't work. You train for these next five weeks. That's huge. That's awesome, man. Yeah, because like you said, there's a bunch of people that are in their world that are never going to have anything to get out. I and mean, you see someone going to make it, you're like, I'm going to help this guy get mm-hmm. out of here. Go yep. beyond where we've ever been. Cause, and, and he don't want no recognition. He just wants to be a part of something big in somebody's life. That's pretty sweet that he did that. I mean, one of my favorite scenes is in the fight when Silver Stallone, when Rocky starts doing good, when, he's, when he lands a big punch, knocks him down. It, show, you know, it shows Gazo in the crowd, and he's just like, go for it, Rocky. It's like, <laughs> man, those boys are there. Dude, dude. It's, it's Apollo comes to his city to fight him. That's what's crazy. Oh, crazy, dude. Man, I love this movie, dude. Ugh. So Stallone is great as Rocky. But then you have, we're going to go to the next fighter. We're going to go to Carl Weathers' Apollo Creed. Carl Weathers is a, wow, what a character for him. What a, an animal, bro. He just a specimen to look at, dude. And he plays, and this guy exists, okay? You know who he is? You know what Apollo Creed is? He's, um. Sugar Ray? No, he's, um, who's that fighter from Ireland that's fighting all the time right now? Connor? Conor McGregor. Yeah. McGregor makes a show because he, he's trying to get the he's trying to get the press moving. Apollo Creed is he is about the show. Mm-hmm. He's a good showman. He's good promoter. He's he Apollo Creed is a great champion because he's he, he's promoting the entire sport of boxing, getting people interested, making it you know this is awesome, isn't it? And so you meet Apollo Creed, and the the plot is first of all the plot is completely believable. Yes. This guy has a fight fall through at the last minute. So he, he's mad. He's like, I put all this publicity out for this. It's the bicentennial. America turns 200 years old. Yep. And he's using that patriotism to pimp his own fight. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, they can't find anyone to fight because that one guy's like, gained 40 pounds in Hawaii. Like, like every, no one yeah. can turn around five can't weeks. Find anybody. No one can do it. And his idea is like, listen, let's give a local boy a chance. The American dream. You're making the underdog. People love the underdog. It's a brilliant plan. Like, you know what's funny though is his manager says, "No, no, no, no. I don't want you messing with no southpaws." The managers, but Papalo thinks he's so untouchable. He well, when he was watching Rocky train on the meet, his manager goes, "Hey, you need to come look at this. This guy means business." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean business too. Like he don't want to hear it. That's what that's a mistake Anderson Silva made. You're the best, and you're that good. You think, I don't even have to train for this fool. And then Chris Weidman shows up and knocks you out. Dang, dude. But too bad Chris Weidman got knocked out this past weekend, dude. He. <laughs> but Apollo, just seeing the way, like, even when he walks into the ring, in the full-on um, Washington on the boat, he plays Crazy, the crowd. He's, he, he's a great champion. He is. And he's a great character. You get to know him more in part two. He's fantastic. Yeah. Apollo Creed is a great character. Just across the board, great character. Now, um, then we'll go now, we'll go into his, his uh, Rocky's coach, Mick, played by Burgess Meredith. Well, first of all, before I go that, Carl Weathers has some good roles in his life, okay? He's that predator where he plays, um, I don't know what his name is, but has the manliest handshake of all time with Stallone. or well, social It's two huge arms, dude. They, they shake hands, and the camera just goes, yeah. they, they clunk, and they just kind of, it just shows their, their, 
oiled up biceps oh, yeah. in the yeah. sunlight. It's the, I love it. It's the manliest handshake in it. the world, dude. There's never been a manly handshake on screen. I wish ever. I could. I wish I could slap hands with somebody and uh, my arm not move around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stone, like dude, dude, It's awesome, dude. I, I dude, today I walked up to guy and I, I grabbed him by the arm, just like, "What's up, dude?" And he flexed the show, and I'm like, "Come on, now, you don't need to do that." I, I, I you're an underproved of me, dude. <laughs> Oh, dude, you pretty... do the same thing, fool. I know, dude. I just did it just now. Just men do. <laughs> but uh, he, but, uh, so he was happy. He was in Predator, Action Jackson. He tried to be an action star. Didn't go great for him. Had some bad one-liners in that. Tried to be the the Bat Didn't go great. But his role is Happy Gilmore. Oh, as man. Chubbs. As Chubbs. He the golf pro, dude. He, it's one of the funniest things he ever. Was incredible, dude. Listen. He's like, listen, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was gonna be on the pro tour. He's like, but, uh, he's like, he's like, but uh, I, I, I stopped halfway. Yeah, they, they they didn't let me they didn't let me go on the tour. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it because you're black? Hell no! <laughs> Damn, alligator bit my hand off. <laughs> and he pulls out his big pants. <laughs> Dude, that is so Chubbs is, and Chubbs dies in the movie. Dude, way to ruin it. Dude, it's the funny dude. I, I can't believe they killed him. He's like, hey, Chubbs, you know how he, you got his eye? Well, I got his head. <laughs> <laughs> Falls out the window, dude. Oh, man. That's... I can't believe they killed him off, dude. <laughs> was... Oh, man. I'll tell you what, though. <clears throat> Later on, Happy Goldmore's finding his uh, happy place. Looks up. Chubbs is playing piano and singing. He's got a decent voice, dude. Legit. He's, so he oh, and, and um, nowadays. I'll tell you what, he still looks good, man. He's Carl Weathers nowadays yeah. is, you know what? He looks a little bit like dad. He does. Yeah, Old he Carl does. Weathers looks like my father, which is really yeah. funny, dude. Which well, is crazy because we look like our dad, but we do not look like Carl Weathers. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I had those lips. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then we go on to Burgess Meredith as Mick. Okay. First of all, Mick has some decent movies. Before we move, go to how awesome he is as a character in this, Mick. Is in Grumpy Old Men. He plays He's the funniest part listen, of the whole movie. This is this is early outtake world. You don't have a lot of outtakes back in the nineties, late early two thousand. This movie comes out. No, no. Grumpy Old Men has got to be late nineties. Late nineties. Late to mid nineties. There's a, they do an old thing with him at the supermarket with sexual innuendos. Oh. It's, it's funny as crap, dude, because he's just this dirty old man. Yes, he is. And even though I was young, I, I laughed my head off at him because they were ones I've never heard of. And as a kid, everything's an innuendo as, as, a, as a young male, dude. 95. 95, yes, dude. dude. He played My Son-in-Law Looks Like a Magrel. <laughs> dude, that move, those two movies, Grumpy and Grumpier, are amazing. They're so funny. Man. But, um... He also played the penguin in the original Batman, Insane. 60s Batman. Insane. <laughs> Dude, but Mick is his quintessential role. He's a crotchety old man who says it like it is. This is a guy who grew up in a... Oh, mean, dude. He is mean. And he tells Rocky Ways, like, why you always mean to me? Why you always ride me, Mick? You, you don't want to know. He's like, yeah, yeah, I want to know. And yeah. everyone... Uh, he, they start yelling. And he tells him. You could have been a contender. You mm. could have been a somebody, but you wasted it. He tell, he was, that's kind of a compliment. He's like, you could have, I saw in you the potential to be great, and you threw it away. Mm. I can't imagine someone telling that to me. You ain't never heard that? I heard I, that from our youth pastor, man. I heard it once from my pastor. Whew. Some of these church folk riding us, dude. How much would be supportive of these punks? <laughs> 
I remember I, our, uh, my pastor once told me, we were wrong about you. You're not called to ministry. Go get a job, make some money so you can do something with your life. Well, damn, Gina. If they had a big boy, I was like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, well, that, that's going to help with this. Uh, no, I can say that. <laughs> but um, I got told, I remember one time, man, our old youth pastor, he looked at me and he goes, you know what? It just makes me mad. I'm like, what? He's like, you could be awesome. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks to you, it's Miller time. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, dude! Oh, and then, and then oh, I, I ain't gonna get. It. I got a youth pastor once write write my yearbook. Um, youth youth pastors when I was in because when I was in youth group we had a bunch of guys come and go real quick. Mm-hmm. Remember? And the new guy came and didn't talk to much at all. And he told me, "Listen, I, you're a senior. I gotta make friends with the younger class because you're leaving me. I, I can't. I'm no influence on your life." And so he wrote my yearbook. If I'd got here sooner, we would have been friends. I'm like, thanks, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's a kind of a pretty important year in my life, but uh, <laughs> go ahead and hang out with my little brother Tony. <laughs> and he did too. Yeah, love me. <laughs> what grade you in? I-, I love you then. Tenth grade? Hell yeah. <laughs> my crowning achievement right here. Look at me now. School's for fools. Look at me. <laughs> He's going to fucking like. <laughs> He's at the bar. Dang. Oh, my God. Maybe I should have invested that senior. <laughs> <laughs> he could have gave me a job by now, dude. <laughs> oh, okay, so Mick plays this crotchy old man, but he, listen, that scene at the house. Man. At his apartment. Rocky loses it. He's just like, you know my apartment? Well, yeah, let's go ahead and move it. Yeah, it stinks. It all stinks. My life stinks. Like he, you see, he, he, part of him hates the life he has. Yeah. Part of him, even though it's him, part of him knows it's not awesome. And he's yelling, and Mick's just leaving, and Mick's all busted down. And Rocky's a good guy. He runs down, runs to him in the street, puts his arm around him, asks him to be his manager. Yeah. Make sure he's okay. Man, that is this movie has everything. Dude, Mick is a great coach. And Mick is a good trainer. Yeah, he is. Mick puts him, he he makes him fight for those Remember five them girl, weeks. Them girls come in and they want to get pictures, and he's like, get out of here! You little chicken asses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I started laughing. Just, and my wife's like, what does that even mean? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just picturing chickens. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's just shaking a tail feather. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mick, okay, and Mick, there's lines from Mick that I say in my mind all the time. We'll get to those later on. Then you have Talia Shire's Adrian. She's amazing. Listen, she, first of all, she, she, she has, she's great in The Godfather, one, two, and two, and three. And she was very different than she is in this movie. Very different character than she plays in this. In this this is a woman who's very shy, but you find out that she's not just shy. She's kind of been told her whole life she's a nobody. Almost convinced that you're so lame, no one's ever, you, you need me to take care of you. Her older brother, Paulie, almost, how do you say, he makes her feel bad. He says, I never, moved, I never had a life because of you, mm-hmm. but he keeps her low because he needs her to take care of him. 
He keeps her under his thumb because he needs someone. In his, he, it's, he, 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 what do you call that? He gaslights her. He, he just keeps her low so she needs him as a person. And so he's made a belief. She's, and when she starts, what's awesome, when she starts caring for Rocky, you see, starts dressing nice, mm-hmm. doing her hair. A nice pretty jacket she put on. Dude. Nice hat. And she, it's like she blossoms as yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's beautiful. She gets confidence step to her brother, which is unbelievable. Yeah. But when he first comes around, she doesn't know how to be around a man. She doesn't know how to, she, like, she <laughs> likes him. Paul, he's like, you're busted. <laughs> She's like, and you dude, called her out on having sex, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> dude, Paulie's a piece of he crap. He's beaten. Horrible. He's like, I never get married because of you. Like, he's, and she gives it to him. I've been good to you. Oh, she gives it to him. <laughs> you <laughs> busted. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky almost punches him when he's like, are you, what is it? You doing something with my sister? You. He's like, yo, don't be talking. That's your sister. He he wanted to hit him, dude. Dude, what's crazy though? She just he shows she's okay. She's like, you want a roommate? And then you see, he lets her have the bed. He's on the couch. You see that? He goes to his, really? He goes to the apartment. He's on the couch sleeping. She's on, on the bed because the bed's so small and it's a janky jank bed. Mm-hmm. That's like a bed like that's a bed you buy at a sticky corner store, man. You don't know where it's been. You don't want to know where it's been. Pull out no black light, dude. (laughs) 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 But he's, she's great in this. And their first date is so sweet. And what's sad, though, Paul is an idiot, the jerk, doesn't tell her Rocky's coming, so she's completely shy, completely Mm -hmm. embarrassed. He's even saying, she knows I'm coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asks her, because he doesn't want to put her in a bad spot. He really likes her. Mm -hmm. And who knows why he likes her. Dude, it's weird how guys would see a girl, and all of a sudden he's like, I like her. And you're, you, know, you know what? I'll tell you what. This is going to make me sound horrible, but whatever. I don't care. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, like a creature of first impression. It's a big thing. It's a powerful so, uh, thing. Like first, like initial attraction. Yeah. I mean, so I remember I was in, the first year I was in marching band, there was this girl that everybody like had crushes on, you know. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, I, I just wasn't attracted to her. Like, yeah. Like every, all the guys were. And by the time that first summer was over and band camp and all that, I was just like, she is gorgeous because she was that awesome. Her pers- her, per- her personality brought out the beauty in her. It happened, So dude. Rocky was looking at her and he's seeing all this potential, seeing, you know, more than what a shallow guy would see. And he saw more in her than she saw in herself. Yes. He, he brings her out of herself. That's amazing. And he's the big dumb animal, dude. Which is which is awesome because he don't change. He's still him. He's just him, dude. He's big old dumb meathead. One of the greatest lines of all time, dude. He's like, "What do you see in her?" Because he did. He, he, Rocky Paul doesn't understand. Paul doesn't like Rocky. He likes Rocky. Mm-hmm. Why does Rocky like this? My sister. He thinks his sister's a, a nobody. He's like, "Why? What do you see in her?" He goes, uh, "Phil gaps." Like, what do you mean, Phil gaps? He's like, uh, "I got gaps. She got gaps. But together, we got no gaps." And I'm like, "That is." A heck of a way to explain relationship. It's rich. Like dude, uh, Angie, I feel that's that. Some, uh, that's some manly man Shakespeare stuff. <laughs> that's, exactly, that's how it's his head trying to figure it out, dude. It's great. Adrian, I love her. I, I, she's great in these movies. She's great in this movie. That love story is beautiful. It's not romantic. It is not sweeping off your feet, but it's very realistic. Sometimes the story isn't. Sometimes the story is literally walking around an ice rink, 
you on skates, him just literally jogging on the ice next to you, breathing heavy, mm -hmm. telling you dumb stories about him fighting. Hey, this fight right here. <laughs> See, check out my thunk. Bong. <laughs> dude, he's the rock, dude. He's, he's the rock, dude. The ro Rocky's awesome. Um, listen, Burt Young is Pauly. Oof. Listen, we know this guy. The alcoholic just jerk. Mm -hmm. For no reason, just a jerk. And he'll never apologize, but he will... Part of you still cares about, and part of him cares about you. But he's still a selfish, pain-causing jerk. He's the reason they lost all their money. Paulie never ever changes. Mm -hmm. And Paulie has moments of real like. He loves me, but he, he he's so damaged. He can't get past his own stuff. Like. Rocky does so much for Paul. Even this movie, he puts Paulie's stinking um, name on his stinking robe, dude. The, and it looks terrible. It, it is, looks terrible. Yep, yeah, yeah, because he, he gets paid for Rocky to wear the big, dumb robe. He's like, is that a meat packet flat on his <laughs> yeah. robe, dude? He comes out, dude. Um, but Paulie, man, I don't know what to say about him. We all don't, know a Polly, dude. Don't be Polly. Don't be Polly. Because listen, if you don't know who Polly is in your family, you're in trouble. The thing about Polly is this: Polly dies alone a lot yeah. of the time. Oh yeah. And Polly pushes everyone away. Mm -hmm. Man, don't be, way to get me scared about being a Polly, dude. Shoot. You're not a Polly, dude. Hell no. Nah. Okay, great scenes or quotes from this movie you love, dude. I should have broke your thumbs. <laughs> dude. So he's going with Adrian, and Gazzo knows, which is nuts, that Gazzo knows this. He's like, I hear things. Um, that is crazy. And he, it, it's great because Gazzo does know stuff. But uh, the, 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 the driver, who's a jerk, he's like, hey, take her to the zoo. I hear retards like the zoo. What <laughs> a jerk, <laughs> What dude. a jerk. And so he, they call, the, Gazzo calms it all down, and it, it, it's all over. It's, it's, they're leaving, it's over. And the guy just goes, hey, remember what I said? What would you say? Take her to the zoo. Take her to the zoo. <laughs> Just pull her away. Rocky what yells. a jerk, dude. Rocky yells after the car, dude. Here's the thing, too. Does that guy really think for one second Rocky wouldn't beat his head in, dude? You're, you, Rocky's going to kill you. Dude. <laughs> Should have broke your thumbs. It's literally like your mom goes to college. That's how lame the insult is. The best is like the satisfaction on Kip's face, too, when he says it. <laughs> So you got her. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so many great lines in this movie. It's hard to know. Um, love the little Marie. Um, love the when he says, "You're Adrian. I'm on TV." Like, and she's so happy that he said that to her. It's so and, yeah. And then. They like start trying to get him up. Hey, don't touch me! He's like they're like pushing him up. <laughs> yes, he's, like, ah, he's, 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 he's not a he's a guy. He's a guy. He's a street fighter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, get your hands off me! <laughs> Dude, it's so Yo, Adrian. She's like, I can't believe you. Tony, said come this. listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> We're watching this, and the scene happens. Angie Lily looks at me and just stares at me. There's a scene. I'm a preacher, so I share this in the pulpit, right? But you know what? Sometimes real life, I don't share stuff. I carry it and I walk with it. Because I, I, I don't know. That's what a man does. 
there's a scene where like Polly's like, they're making fun of you. He's like, ah, it's okay. And he's leaving. And he stops. He goes, Adrian. He's like, yeah, Mike. You know how I said I was okay with those guys making fun of me? I'm not. And he just walks away. Like he just he just shares with her, listen, that did bother me. Didn't like go and like put his head on her, just told her so you know this is hard for me. What were they who was making fun of me? And the and the, the pilot was like taking them and like messing with them a little bit. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the TV. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And everyone's like you know, and, and it's, They're making poking fun at him because he's not smart and stuff. And because he's just a guy, a small time boxer, you know. That scene was sad because he was upset. But he, he, the way he tells her is just very like matter of fact. He doesn't know how to share his real feelings. He just tells us, "This did bother me." Angie just looked at me, and I was like, "What?" She said, "That's you like that a lot." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You just tell me sometimes. You just say, hey, babe, I'm, I'm sad about this.'" And I'll just tell that and I'll walk away. Just so she knows. Like, that kind of almost like, like, just that's all I, that's, that's the only way I, I, I can't like, we're not going to talk about our feelings. I'm not going to like, mm-hmm. like hug her and have her like scratch my head or something. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be, I mean. I'm a, I'm a baby, bro. Dude, I, I, but she literally was like, you do that all the time. Like something happened recently in my life. Where someone I care about just just stabbed me hard in the back, dude. And right, I just do I know about this? Yeah, I will tell you off, off air what it happened, but it shook me. I felt betrayed, disrespected, a lot of things. Angie heard about it. Like I told her about. She just knew she heard about what was going on. And like a couple days later, I said, "Angie, I just want you to know, this is really bothering me now, and I'm I'm getting through it." I just told her, and I, and I left the room. Dang. But I, do, I, I just wanted her to know what's happening in my life, like in my heart. Cause I, don't want, I don't want to not tell her the things, but I don't do, I just tell her like in the most awkward way possible. Yeah. I just tell her and like, like looking down and leave. Like it's, it's, I, so that scene happened, she just looked at me, and I'm like, ah, sorry, babe. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm a that's, big... what, that's what she's there for, though. And, and I want her to know, I just, it's just hard to talk about things like that, you know? Should have broke her thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, great, dude. Even the guys at the street corner singing "No awesome. Rock." Everyone knows. You know, rock. Frank Stallone was one of those guys. Yes, it's only Frank. <laughs> dude, Frank Stallone ruins it in a Rambo with what a, a Rambo two, or a Rambo one and two. Because at the end of the movie, from Frank Stallone's original songs comes on, and it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Man. Stallone's just throwing just his brother a bone, dude. He's like a lounge singer, dude. It's, it's Carmen yeah. on the end of the second movie. Yep, you guessed it. Frank Stallone. <laughs> the South Park. What? Yep, you guessed it. Frank Stallone. I don't know that scene. Oh, man. That's, that's a, funny. A special celebrity guest. Oh, that's brutal, dude. <laughs> yeah, you guessed it. Now, let's go ahead. And we, we, we're already going long. We'll get this ne- later on. We have a bunch more movies to do with, with, with Rocky. So, Patreon, listen. We want to give a shout out to a new Patreon subscriber we just got. Um, listen, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. We'll, we'll say this. Life's awesome. And people are there for you in big moments sometimes. And those moments bound, bind you together. Like, like there's a bond there, right? Mm-hmm. There's a love there that's deep. Mad love to Team Swanson. 
for signing on at the at stinking giving a few giving a few dollars a month, help the Red Rum Theater do more. We can do more advertising, more marketing. They gave us they they're giving they're helping us out, and uh, so mad love to the team Swanson. And listen, if you're out there and you love the podcast, we have our our monthly viewership is going up every single month, and a lot of you love the podcast. I'm asking you give a dollar, give a dollar. And I know right now you're probably driving. You may be running. Maybe you're at, I know some guys listen to this at, at their office. And they're like, no, I know some guys listen at their cubicle with headphones on, listen to us, start laughing out loud. Nice. <laughs> We're stupid. Um, wherever you are, just go to patreon.com slash Give a dollar a month. Listen, this month, we're giving you like four episodes, dude. We're just we're, we're, reluctantly giving you four. We're giving before, you mad episodes. We're doing it before. Creed comes, Creed 2 comes out. So that gives us not a lot of time. No, we're, we're, we're just throwing episodes out like crazy, okay? Listen, help us help you, dude. Help me help you. I love black people. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Maguire, people. Jason <laughs> was like, they're yeah, racist. Well, me too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> now, raise this right. Listen, this movie inspires you to be yourself. It inspires us to be ourselves. Yes. Listen. Big dumb animals. It's true. Like I watching Rocky just be himself is inspiring because a lot of times growing up, you're trying to be cool. And being cool, you think a lot of it is if you're trying to be cool, you're not being yourself. Yes. You're almost putting on a mask trying to be yes, whatever. Yes. And the thing is, when people who matter in your life get close to you, they realize that wasn't even you. Right. And watching Rocky, because who Rocky is, isn't, he's not cool, but he's real. It took me a long time to get to that place where I was okay just being me. Watching Rocky now, he's a hero to me because he's not awesome. He's a, he's a guy with limited knowledge, limited abilities, no game, but he really loves people. And he's really trying to fight. And that means that matters a lot to me, dude. Um, so personally, watching, watching the Rocky movie, watching Rocky 1, I watch him and I'm, I'm like, I, I love him, dude. I get, te- I get teary sometimes some of these scenes, dude. I get, I get legit tears in my eyes. I'm so proud of him for being a person. Because listen, being a person is hard. Just being a real person. Not... Being a soundbite or repeating it, somebody's heard on Facebook. Being yeah. a real person who thinks about a thing and says it, dude. Stallone has—he's got the all-time worst jokes and just tells them complete earnestly. They're amazing. And dude, he's—he's he's a brave guy. He goes to the, he goes to the pet shop every single day to see her. <laughs> Cuff and Link. I hate she how they gets treat him. The dog. That's butt kiss, dude. Yeah, yeah, I want him. Takes butt kiss with him running every morning. Dude. Man, is there some classic scenes in this movie. The city running with him, dude. Amazing. Dude, why, and I forget that. When he first runs those stairs, he barely makes it. He's, he doesn't make it. He, 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 he doesn't make it all the way. He's grabbing his side. Remember, he got the cramp. And he he like just kind of barely jogs up the last few steps. Yeah. But then he sprints up the whole stinking he thing, go, Dude, does it see when he's running by the second pier? He so turns those fast. jets on. Oh my god! Holy cow! He can run fast, man. Because you see the boat, and it, and you're like, he is 
sprinting yeah, right now. That's crazy. And let's just say it. One of the all-time super inspirational soundtracks of all time. Yeah. I mean, this music is awesome. Now, also just right, in spite of the our shot at greatness. The movie is not him versus Apollo. Remember when he tells the bartender, well, come on, he took a shot. He goes, fine, you want me to take a shot? Here's a shot. Dude, he pours I himself a shot. <laughs> that was funny crap, dude. So That's funny. really funny. I'm like, there's Tony owns a bar now. Yeah, dude, shoot. That's a yeah. funny joke. Took a shot, dude. <laughs> but when he gets in bed next to uh, Adrian, when she, he, he, he gets in bed, she wakes up. Like, what's going on? And he's, because here's the thing. He thinks deep down. He's worried. He's afraid. He's a bum. He's afraid. Maybe I am a bum, a nobody. Like I, I, I'm a nobody, and the way he goes into Apollo, he asks a nobody. Mm-hmm. He goes in there real like Head respe- down. respectful, like almost more than respectful, like like really like like coming Howard, close to the yeah. throne, like. Head down, like you know, if uh, you let me spar with Apollo, I'll be, I'll be real classy. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't pull no cheap shots. I'll be a real good sparring partner. And the guy's like, "You misunderstand me." And when he first asks him, he says, "No." He's afraid he's going to be a joke. Mm-hmm. And listen, here's a story for you, a, a, a real one, from Tony's fighting days. Tony was meant to be offered up to a contender to be on a highlight reel. There was a guy who was fighting who was going pro. He had been at a freaking training camp for how long? It was in Houston. He was training. Like I, full-time. I, I was working a full-time job. I was his last amateur job. Uh, yes. He literally went to a camp, got off the camp, was going to fight you before he went pro. This guy already is ma- not making enough money, so he doesn't have to work anymore. He's training full-time. They give him a young guy from a local di- a local town, Waterford, Michigan. We give you this guy. He's got a good following. He's a lot of money. You can kill this guy and have a great highlight reel. That guy had no idea he was fighting a real guy. It was kind of awesome, Tony. Yeah, that was. I lost, but it was my best fight. You, you and you, you knew you were in a fight quick, didn't you? Oh, what? Man, I'll tell you what was awesome was he didn't know how hard my head was because <laughs> he mounted me. And he was dropping bombs on my face. And I remember my corner saying, cover up, cover up. But what they didn't realize was I can take these shots. I'm going for a sting and reversal. And I flipped him over, and I was on top. I, I ended the round on top. And they were like, oh, crap. Dude's got jets. That fight was insane. But he Dude, was at least, at least he said, hey, I came, after Rick, he came up to you, and he said, he came up to you, shook your hand. He's like, man, I hate people with that right. It's game over. Mm-hmm. That, 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 when, I hit, when I land this punch, that ends the fight. And you took it. It opened you up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was bleeding. Like I said, <laughs> dude. The, but, the best was mom's there, and the announcer between rounds says, we got blood. And then <laughs> I'm, she's like, Ay. But they wanted to give you up. as a, and Rocky was meant to be given up as like a, a, a small little thing. But Rocky, he went in there to show I'm not a nothing. I'm not a nobody. I'm not a chump. That was, I'm not a bump. That was the first time that you're like, I can't believe boxers. Remember, he cut me. His eyes swelled so bad, they cut. That his, was disgusting. That is crazy. Cut me. And Angie turned her head away. Her, and the mixed face was like, I don't want to do this. Like, whole, like, dude, that. Both sides said, don't you throw the towel. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's my life. <laughs> what's awesome in that first round, Stallone gets a hit on him, dude, because Apollo is too confident. 
goes in too fast, too strong, and he's an uppercut and knocks the champ down. Yeah, puts him down on one knee. It's awesome. I mean, he everybody goes crazy. They're like, oh, this is not just a because if anything, the champ's just gonna push around and this he, guy. Like, he is teeing off at will on Rocky, like landing everything. The jabs, it, it's crazy. What do you say? No one's ever gone the distance with Apollo. No one's ever gone the distance. For him, he's got to survive the fight. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there was a guy who same thing. I think I think this might be loosely based. On it's him. loosely based on a true story. The guy who fought Ali. Yeah. All all was it fourteen rounds or whatever? Oh my gosh, dude! That's insane. Apollo's kind of like Ali. It's trash talking. Awesome. But amazing fighter. Amazing. That's the worst kind of fighter though, dude. It's the Diaz brothers, dude. It's Prince Nassim Hamed, dude. It's Deacon uh, Conor McGregor a lot yeah, of times. it is. It is. Um, these guys talk so much trash, and you want to put them down in their place, but no one can because they're so tough. I hate that. Floyd, man. Floyd. I wanted to see him lose so bad, but he beat everybody. But he, you know what? People say he should have fought um best guy in his prime. What's his name? Um, Mexican, he fought him, but they were both old already. Machida? Who are you talking about? Floyd Mayweather fought a Mexican dude. Man, Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. Filipino. They should have fought 10 years ago. Yes. But everyone says even if they would have fought 10 years ago, Mayweather would have killed him. People tell me that. I don't know, but everyone I know that knows boxing says he still would have beat him. He's still that good that you, you weren't going to beat the guy. Anyway. I should be a Floyd fan, but I'm not. I'm not either, dude. He's from Grand Rapids, though, man. He's a Michigan boy, too. He is? So we, we should be a big fan of He this. spent, what did he spend? $10,000 in lot of tickets for the Mega Millions? Did he? Spent 10 Gs on tickets and didn't win. What an idiot. Why would he do that? He's already got $400 Because a billion's more than that. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I mean, that's gluttonous, dude. <laughs> dude, that's, dude, what are you $1 you idiot. But, dude, Ray, Rocky took his shot at greatness. And taking your shot, listen, this podcast right here, we were two guys, didn't know nothing about nothing. We decided to start filming, literally inspired by our sister who came to see us. Her husband were laughing at our idiocy the whole weekend. I'm like, let's, let's, let's tape this nonsense. And it's go. It, 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 it's. I, I felt bad for them because they had no idea what they were getting into with me and you. <laughs> but we received so much positive feedback from this show. People say they talk to us when they're driving around. They feel like they know us. It's really cool. And we want to be just positive or even positive, just even authentic, real. Like not talking to just real people, talking real stuff about real movies that, made, that, that affected our lives, you know? Um, but this movie, take your shot, dude, swing. Tony, you became a fighter because you wanted to see, can I, do I got what it takes? And you went in the ring, dude. A lot of guys never get in the ring. A lot of guys never, I wrote a book, dude. And you know what, That's, it was scary for me beyond belief. I thought, what if everyone says I'm stupid, I'm a bad writer? What if everyone says I suck? But I swung the bat because I wanted to know I had to take my shot to see what I got. Love is what I got. <laughs> taking your shot is tough, dude. It is. I mean, you're back in school right now taking your taking a shot at something, dude. Man, it's awesome. It sucks. <laughs> but you're doing great, Tone. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I um, hate it, dude. I, I know, I know, I know. School's for fools. Look at me. Now, want to encourage you as well. We have a Red Room t-shirt store, but listen, we sell out t-shirts, towels, hoodies, sneaking coffee, coffee mugs. mugs. 
all kinds of great stuff. Go there to redrum.threadless.com. Our Dang Gina t-shirts, our highest-telling t-shirt by far. Go grab one of those bad boys. If not, grab a Dang Gina coffee mug. They're awesome, too. Have some new stuff coming out probably end of the year. So wait, uh, wait for that to come out. It'll be awesome. Next week, we're doing uh, Rocky Part 2. Um, probably a short episode because we're going to do, like, like, do a bunch of them real quick. Uh, we got two and three coming out in the next two weeks. It's going to be ones are one and four. One and four are definitely the big guys. Those are the big, the big bookends for us. Those are the ones you got to watch before the new movie comes out, honestly. Yeah. One, four, and Creed is you need to watch those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm watching all of them before the movie, Creed 2 drops. Oh, for sure. And we're going, and we're watching that movie, boy. You want to go on Thanksgiving? I can go that night. Well, yeah, I can too. Like 9, 10? Do you, you have the day off tomorrow? The day after? No. No, come on. Who do I work for? Uh, no, I don't have no day off. David's giving, you got it off? The day after Thanksgiving. I'm saying we'll go Thanksgiving night. I'm going to talk to my wife. I think I'll be back in time. I got one that's thinking no back lie. Back in time. Okay, right, so. Let's end this mug. You listen to the podcast on the iTunes podcast store or Android on the Stitcher app or brand new on Spotify. I don't dude, know how you pulled that one off. Dude, we're on Spotify. We're already getting listens on Spotify like crazy. It's awesome. Nice. Um, our, our, all our cousins yesterday put all our, 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 our Spotify cousins listen to us when they're walking around and driving and stuff. Who? Mondo. Oh, cool. All our cousins that were there. Follow the show at Facebook, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash redrumthetray, and Twitter at redrumthetray. As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week at the Red Rum Theater. Take it back. do 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 Take it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take it back. Do, 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 take it back. Well, take I've been told by do, 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 to people back. and they all see to take it back. Do, 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 to take it back. Like